This is You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM. Happy Sunday and happy one week until Super Bowl 58. This is You Better You Bet Countdown to Kickoff. I'm Kate Constable, joined by Mark Drumheller, filling in for Nick and Ken, who are likely going to be headed to, well, maybe they're in route today um, to Las Vegas for the Super Bowl. They're going to be broadcasting live from Vegas all week. So, Mark, me and you get to take over today for the next two hours and talk nothing uh, but the big game, all props, sides, totals, bets we've placed. Should be a, a fun show. Yeah, it couldn't be more excited. Not having football on a Sunday is a little bit of an adjustment, but it's great being on air talking to you about what we have coming up next week. Um, just a great matchup between you know two teams that have been dominant in the past few years. Great coaching matchup, so ton to get into. Cannot wait. Yeah, it is weird to not to have it be Sunday and not have football. Like, I'm kind of glad we're working today because what else would I do with my Sunday? Sit on the couch and <laughs> watch what? And bad afternoon NBA games, like, that's just not in the cards. I would have to, like, go to the gym or work out or do something, um, which isn't my typical Sunday. It's usually sit on the couch, eat some good food, relax. So this is a, a good place filler to be able to talk about the game all day rather than uh, having to watch it. Yeah, 100%. It's a little bit different. You know, it's a little bit odd, and it kind of reinforces the season's winding down, right? And, you know, it's it's been a, a great season, a lot of great storylines, you know, the Lions and what they did. And, you know, I'm just excited about breaking down this game, seeing the conclusion, like, are the Chiefs going to be able to win again back-to-back? -back? And then, yeah, or, or, the, or the 49ers going to finally be able to get over the hump. So, uh, you know, outside of all the noise, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, all that stuff, the on-the-field matchup, I think, is just as exciting. Yeah, I mean, two great teams, obviously. I mean, you're not a great team. Um, you don't get to the Super Bowl by not being a great team, is what I'm trying to say. Uh, so, matchup-wise, mm -hmm. like, so much talent on both of these squads. I would argue the 49ers, maybe... Uh, up and down their roster have a little bit more talent, but on the other side, it's like they have the best quarterback actively and possibly of all time. I mean, you could, people could certainly make that argument. And if he wins, Patrick Mahomes wins a third uh, Super Bowl a week from today, like he might be considered the best quarterback of all time. That is an argument then you could certainly make. Uh, looking at this game though, Mark, the line right now, Minus two in favor of the 49ers. It's kind of bounced around a little bit, got up to two and a half. Um, I've seen it down to minus one and a half this morning at some other places. So a little movement within the last 24, 48 hours, but it's sitting at minus two right now. The total is 147 and a half. Uh, if you, well, have you placed any bets on the side as of yet? I haven't yet. I'm still kind of waiting to see how this line shakes out because let's be honest, anytime you're under the key number of three, you're just kind of hanging out to seeing it. You know, if you like the 49ers side, you probably want to jump on it, but I want to see where the market settles. Like that's one of the things that I kind of changed in how I was handicapping the playoffs is, is during the regular season, we're so, you know, uh, you know, ingrained it's ingrained in us to just you know hit the numbers early get the best of the numbers try and get in front of line movement but in this type of game with with two weeks to go you really have an opportunity to tear this thing inside and out you want to see you know the teams travel you know how the how all the craziness is impacting them and you want to see you know if you know anything comes up during the week 
Uh, so that's really where I'm at. Like, I just want to let this line settle. I don't think it's ever going to get the three. So if I did, you know, I'd probably, you know, jump on it if I had to. So if it's just going to hang out around one and a half, two, two and a half, um, I'm probably going to wait a little bit later in the week. But I, I think it's going to be a good one. I mean, I, I, I'm having a real hard time, you know, building a case to, to bet against the Chiefs in this spot. Right? I mean, I feel like that's uh, that's the handicap here. Do you want to bet against Patrick Mahomes or not? Uh, I made the mm-hmm. mistake of betting against him a couple times uh, in previous Super Bowls. I'm not going to make that same mistake again. Getting the Chiefs as an underdog, they've proved the market wrong the last two weeks, being underdogs against the Bills, underdogs against the Ravens. Patrick Mahomes in his career, 10-1-1 against the spread as an under actually I think brother just straight up as uh an underdog I mean he just wins games and I mean that's what we've seen from him throughout his entire career um the only other thing is is this Chiefs team that we've seen the last two three weeks in the postseason like is that the Chiefs team where we know we're for sure going to get in a week or is there a chance that we see some of the team that struggled early on in the year, even midseason? Like, they really didn't turn things around until, I believe it was after the Raiders game on Christmas or around Christmas. And then after that, they kind of mm-hmm. started looking better at, and winning more games. And I think that that's the team that you're, you're going to get is the one that we've seen the past couple of weeks. But there's also a chance that, like, that's still the same roster that was struggling early on in the year. Is there any shot that that version shows up? Yeah, I mean, that's the hardest part about this time of year is kind of separating, you know, the regular season from the playoffs. And how much do we wait what we saw in the regular season versus how much do we wait, you know, what we saw um, in the postseason. And it's this matchup specifically, it's really, you know, quantitative against qualitative handicap, right? Like, you know, there's so much. You know, I I don't want to say the word narrative, but there's so much intangibles that are in the Chiefs' favor in this one. When you look at Andy Reid and the coaching staff with, you know, his experience, right, winning the Super Bowl and being, you know, going deep into the playoffs so many times, beating Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers in this game a few years ago. Um, but, you know, when you look at the models and when you look at the stats and if you're taking that from the beginning of the season until now – you know, 49ers are the far superior team. I mean, they've been number one, number two in the power ratings all year. Uh, you know, they got beat up by Baltimore. But, you know, you look at, you know, the roster and how they performed, uh, you know, metrically during the season. They're, I mean, they're, they're, they're ahead of Chiefs by, by a pretty wide margin. So that's the, that's the challenge is how much weight do you put on what we saw in the postseason versus what we saw in the regular season? And how much weight do you put on those intangibles, you know, experience? You know, you have, you know, two quarterbacks here. We have one guy who was drafted, you know, the last pick of the draft. I know nobody wants to talk about that, but doesn't have a lot of experience in these games and looked a little bit shaky, right? Brock Purdy looked a little bit shaky against Green Bay, a little bit shaky against Detroit. I know he had the game-winning touchdown. I thought that was a big step for him. On the other side of the field, you have Patrick Mahomes, man, who is unflappable, right? Nothing, nothing shapes him. So can he do enough to kind of propel this Chiefs team um, into another Super Bowl? I mean, I, I think it's fascinating because after that Ravens game, Kate, we have to be honest with ourselves. We all had the Patrick Mahomes funeral, right? We were like, Mahomes and the Chiefs are dead after they lost that Ravens game. They're like, they're not the same. You know, they're, they're going to be like one and done in the playoffs if they get there. And here they are playing in the biggest game of the year. Yeah, and uh, against the Ravens two weeks ago, last week, two weeks ago, um, 
last week. They looked really, really good. I mean, the run defense for the Chiefs mm-hmm. has kind of been where they've been most vulnerable this season. That was not an issue against uh, a very good Ravens offense that is very good at running the ball. So uh, the distractions this week, the experience, all of that, I mean, that's going into my handicapping maybe even more than a lot of the X's and O's and, and numbers is Kansas City has been here with this similar group multiple times. Brock Purdy, like you said, I mean, this is his the biggest game he has ever played in in his life. It's in Vegas. So many distractions. And I'm not saying like Brock Purdy's going out and partying or like, you know, girls, nothing like that. But just like <laughs> the stimulation around the the entire city is crazy. You can just probably like feel it. I don't know. Does that does that propel any sort of nerves for Purdy that you know is not going to come on Patrick Mahomes' side? Uh, Mark, if you- the Chiefs – what's that? I know. I was going to say, are you trying to tell me that the atmosphere in Vegas is a little bit different than what Brock Purdy experienced at Iowa State? <laughs> Just, hey, you know. as someone who went to a, a different school in Iowa, I'm an Iowa Hawkeye. I mean, the atmosphere with the Hawkeyes is fairly similar to Vegas. You go over to Ames, nothing <laughs> like it. Yeah, Just cornfields. Uh, it's boring over there. So, yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. Um and um, Matt just put in our chat, there have been 49ers players saying that they've been partying the first week there. That's not a great sign. If I were Kyle Shanahan, I might put the kibosh on that, right? I'm not sure I want my players partying a week before the Super Bowl. Yeah, it, and it's it's a tough experience. Like, it's, it's hard to kind of zone in. Like, I remember my favorite part, you know, being an Eagles fan when Eagles won the Super Bowl in 2017. Um, which I found out today, it was actually on this day six years ago. And I'm like, man, it was six years or seven years ago. Six years ago, yeah. Wow. And I'm like, God, man, it feels like yesterday I was at that parade, you know? So (laughs) six years have gone by, and it shows you how hard it is to get back. But anyway, one of my favorite interviews was Alshon Jeffries because they were trying to get stuff out of him, just talking to him about the hoopla, and he's just like, Man, I'm just here to play football. I, I really don't care about mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake. I really don't care about any of these guys. And, you know, they asked him about the weather, and he's like, we're indoors. Like, the game's indoors. Like, what are you talking about? I don't even know why I'm here. I just want to play. He's like, I would I would just come the day before the game if they let me. You know, and I think a lot of players share that sentiment to where they know that it's it's just a lot. The media, it's dra- draining. It, it's 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 a it's a much different experience than what we see now. Shanahan's been through it before, right? So it's not like mm-hmm. Andy Reid's the only one that's been there. Um, and you know they they came real close to beating the Chiefs in that Super Bowl. So I think you know he'll have those guys ready and reel them in. But when you hear some players say some stuff like you know talking about the stars and talking about the parties and stuff going on during the week, you're just like, oh man, you got to tunnel in, brother. Yeah, and if if the 49ers end up losing this game, like everyone's going to point to, oh, your players were partying, you weren't taking things seriously. I don't know. Uh, to me, that's just not something that I would be taking part in a week before the Super Bowl. But, hey, maybe this is like keeping them loose, keeping their mind off of it, relaxed. Maybe that whole angle is what, uh, if, the, if those reports are true, that the 49ers players are trying to do uh, by doing this. Mark, if uh, the Chiefs win the Super Bowl and Patrick Mahomes gets his third Super Bowl ring. Where does he kind of stack up in the greatest of all time or his legacy? Because there aren't too many other uh, quarterbacks that have won three uh, Super Bowls. Troy Aikman did. Joe Montana has four. 
Terry Bradshaw's four, and then obviously Tom Brady, seven. Like, where does Patrick Mahomes sit in that list? Yeah, I think, you know, a win here, you know, with this roster, the way the offense is built is going to be, you know, a big feather in his cap, so to speak. And and it's going to be really a strong statement towards that argument. Now, to me, like, I'm not a guy who really likes to compare players from different eras to begin with. And I definitely don't like to do it before their career ends. Because what we've seen, like, you can look at a guy like Brett Favre, who, you know, had a tremendous Mm -hmm. career, but then, like, the ending was so bad. And it's like, you know, and you see some of these guys, like, the endings are so bad that that's part of, that's that's part of the career, right? You got to weigh that in. So, you know, doing it, you know, he's had a tremendous start to his career, probably better than anyone who's played football. But it's been a much different, you know, ride for him than a lot of quarterbacks get. Like if, you know, Patrick Mahomes, uh, you know, was drafted, you know, by, you know, into a situation which had, you know, one of the best offensive minds possibly to ever coach in Andy Reid, right? With the best wide receiver of our era in Tyreek Hill with, you know, the best tight end possibly of our era, if not the second best in Travis Kelsey. Right. So he, he had some, mm-hmm. he had some guys around him in the early going, which that early year development is just massive, you know, for a quarterback, he got to sit behind Alex Smith and then he got to play with all these great players on offense. And I think that really kind of helped, uh, you know, propel his career. And then you look at, you know, Tom Brady, on the other hand, he stepped into a New England situation that was very bad, built them up for nothing, won a bunch of Super Bowls. So both careers, the starts, have been much, much different journeys. Uh, but, you know, I, I'm just more, you know, interested in what does Mahomes look like when it's all said and done compared to Brady, and then I feel like we can have that conversation. But, you know, two outstanding quarterbacks for sure. Also, like, it's interesting to think because there's been some rumblings that maybe this is Andy Reid's last season coaching. Is there a, sh- a shot that Travis Kelsey retires after this season? I don't think so on either of those, but what does Patrick Mahomes look like without Andy Reid or without kind of his security blanket in Travis Kelsey? Is he still able to uh, produce with new pieces around him and kind of a, a different, not environment, um, but a different coaching philosophy if he does have a new head coach going forward, which, I mean, Andy Reid and he probably aren't sticking together for the entirety of Mahomes' career, just given Andy Reid's age, and Patrick Mahomes is likely to play for quite a bit longer. Uh, So, I mean, yeah, that's a good point of waiting to see where his career goes. But I think right now you can say he's up there with some of the best quarterbacks of all time. That's for certain. He obviously, when I watch him, is the most talented quarterback that I've ever seen. I mean, you know, just watching him play the game. Uh, But, you know, again, it's, you know – it, it, we're we're watching it unfold between our uh, you know before our eyes, and I think it's great. I think Mahomes has done a tremendous job. So, um, you know, I can't if he wins this Super Bowl, like I said, with this roster, with this offense, um, that's going to go a long way in the argument. Especially with the way they started the season, so many people wrote them off early, counted them out, and here they are back to the big game once again. Uh, where's our money going on this uh, Super Bowl? We're going to tell you props, sides, totals, all of that after the break.